Yeah, we we living in some we living in the last days, y'all. Uh, y'all last the last Wednesday I was here, we went over the world's last dictator, and we talked about the characteristics and the things that we need to be aware of when the Antichrist appears on the scene. Uh, we have a ton of scriptures here, and to do a quick review, I'd like for you to turn to First John two eighteen tonight. But when we're talking about the word antichrist, we need to know what the, these words mean. Anti. What does the word anti mean? Against. Against, right? It's, it's the opposite of, according to the, uh, the Greek. And it's also, if you say an anti, you might, well, you, you, you're talking about a counterfeit. It's not what it's supposed to be, okay? If you got a counterfeit uh, dollar, it's not what it's supposed to be. It's fake. It's counterfeit. It's not the true. It's not the genuine. So when the Antichrist comes, he's going to have a lot of influence, a lot of power. Uh, and he's going to persuade a lot of people to follow him. And we're going to look by the what the Word of God says, uh, that the, the characteristics, he's going to have uh, a very good uh, speech. He's going to be able, be able to overcome a lot of people with fancy talking. His wisdom comes from the devil. And he's able to <coughs> twist and turn and make everything uh, look good. And a lot of people are going to follow him. But the word antichrist means the opponent, opponent of the Christ. The word Christ in Greek means anointed one. In Hebrew, it means the Messiah. So when you say Antichrist, it is an opponent of Jesus Christ or the Messiah. It's an enemy of Christ. Some of you, uh, you if, if we learn about the Antichrist, and it also talks about the Antichrist spirit. Now, the Antichrist himself is a person. Okay? But... The Antichrist spirit is throughout the whole unbelieving world. Okay? What does uh, 1 John 2.18 say? Anybody have that? You welcome to read it, Brother Vince? Yes, uh, it says, Little children, in the last hour, little children, it is the last hour, and as you have heard that the Antichrist is coming, even now many Antichrists have come, by which we know that it is the last hour. He said, it's the last hour. We're living in the last hours, y'all. Mm -hmm. Actually, if it was the last hours when John was here, it's the last few seconds now. Amen. In spiritual time. <clears throat> and it says that the Antichrist, you have heard that the Antichrist is coming. And even now, many, many Antichrists plural, have come, in which we know it is the last hour. The Antichrist spirit is, is prevalent in our world that we live in now. To know a little bit about it helps you pick up and discern when it's operating in and around you. Uh, when you see these anti, uh, these protests in the streets today, Against the war, right? But it's more than just against the war. 
there's a spirit behind these protests because there's a spirit in the world the Antichrist spirit hates certain people. It hates them. It hates Jews and it hates Christians. Okay? It's gonna, the Antichrist spirit is always going to target those two groups of people. Because it's the Antichrist, it's against anything Christ stands for. So anytime you come up against uh, someone that don't like prayer, they don't like. They took prayer out of school. What was behind that? The Antichrist spirit. It's against God. It's against Christ. <coughs> These protesters. They're not just pro protesting against a war. They're protesting against the Jewish people. And a lot of them have severe hate, murderous spirits inside them against the Jewish race. Why do, how can you hate such a group of people you've never met before? It's a spirit behind it. It's a ruling spirit called the Antichrist spirit that wants to wipe out the Jewish nation. And we talked about it last Wednesday that throughout the history of the Jewish nation, many people have tried to wipe out the Jewish nation because God cut a covenant with Abraham. And he gave, he told Abraham, he said, I'm going to bless you. He said, you're going to, from your loins, it's going to become, your descendants shall be as many as the stars in the sky and the sand on the seashore. So shall your descendants be. He was talking about raising up a nation, a great nation, a numerous nation. And uh, he gave them the land. He said, I'm going to give you a land. And all this was inside the covenant that God cut with Abraham. And ever since that covenant, uh, there's been, the, the devil's always hated these, these precious people because they were chosen by God. They have a covenant with God. And anytime you, you serve Almighty God and you serve Jesus Christ, you have an opponent, an adversary, the devil. And he's against you. That's why we have spiritual attacks. Because the devil don't like us. And that's a good thing. If he likes you, you have a problem. That's right. If he likes you, you on his side. Before you were saved, we walked hand in hand in darkness. And, you know, but once we get saved, we come under so many attacks from time to time. I've heard some people say, man, it was easier on me whenever I was living in the world. Well, yeah, because once you get saved, you, be, you become an enemy of Satan. You become on his hit list. He wants to come at you. And some of you will never be liked by certain individuals. And it ain't because of your, you're a bad person. It's because of the spirit of Christ living inside of you. When the spirit of Christ is radiating in you, a person that has an antichrist spirit, there will always be friction. There will always be division. You will never be super glued to that person because in the spiritual realm, you are the Spirit of Christ dwells in you and darkness dwells in them and it would always oppose you. Vince told me about when he went to Iraq and he was there that there was, you know, there's, there's Muslims all over the Mideast, right? Saudi Arabia. Huh? That's a Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia. That's, that's part of the Mideast. Yeah, it was worse. But he was in particular Saudi Arabia. But 
being in such a place like that, you can sense a very strong presence of anti, the Antichrist spirit. Right? You, we all know that uh, Islam don't like Christians either. They don't, they, they're not for Christ either. So, they think they're doing, your, doing their God a favor by killing you. But that's not, that's the Antichrist spirit. That's not the love of God and that ain't what God wants. Uh, so in the end time, here are some of the things that's going to happen or that's going to identify this man when he comes on the scene. When he comes on the scene, he had many different names and titles. How many of y'all know Jesus has many different names and titles? One name ain't sufficient for him. He, he's the, the great physician. He's Jehovah Jireh. He's Jehovah Nisi. He, he's he's the, the bread that came down from heaven. He's the resurrection life. On and on and on. Jesus had many different names. The way, the truth, and the life. All those. Well, when the Antichrist comes, 2 Thessalonians 2, 1 says he's going to be a man of sin. But it, the people that are living in sin ain't going to see him as a sinner. He's going to look like he's got all the, the answers. And the world's going to fall in love with him. And if you ain't careful, even the church is going to be, could be drawn to him. Because he comes with, with a lot of lying signs and wonders. That's why you can't follow signs and wonders. Your faith should not be built on signs and wonders. Your faith should be built on the Word of God. Amen. The truth. Amen? Amen? Somebody gets up here and, 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 and raises the dead, but they don't give Jesus no praise and no glory. Don't follow them nowhere. Amen? Don't follow them to the parking lot. <laughs> Just because they have power don't mean they have Christ. Right. Listen, there's a lot of people, psychics, that can read your palm and tell, pro, proclaim or predict your future. And I'm telling you, come out like they said. They have demonic power, familiar spirits, uh, spirit of divination. They have, they have power. But just because they read your palm and they told you so-and-so, uh, so-and-so, you'd marry this, you'd be get, get married, you would, you would be uh, a businessman in this and that and other, and you believe that, and it happens just like that. If you ain't careful, you'll get caught up following a sign and a wonder. You'll, fi you'll find yourself, I want to go back. I want her to read my palm again. I want to get my, my future predicted again. So you can't be led away by signs and wonders. He also, 2 Thessalonians 3.9, says he'll be a lawless one. Lawless. He's a lawbreaker. When he cuts a covenant with Israel, mm -hmm. he's going to come. And he's going to have such a... Uh, Daniel 7, 25 says he's a great speaker. Not, not, I ain't just talking about has perfect English. He's able to persuade you and allure you into his deception so subtle. Like the like the serpent that came in the garden, so subtle that he had Adam and Eve eating out of the palm of his hand because he was so subtle with his words. 
He was able to trick them, deceive them into doing what God told them not to do. The Antichrist will be very subtle and persuasive and deceptive in his words. He'll be able to sway the whole world, y'all. I ain't just talking about a few people. I ain't talking about a, a, a little on the court. I'm talking about the whole world. The top politicians. The kings of the world. He's going to sway them all. Follow me. I got the answers. Vince, you can jump in here anytime you want to. You're doing great. Keep it up. The Bible says in Revelation chapter 13 and Revelation chapter 14 that one of the titles for the Antichrist is he's the beast. He's the beast. This is a system. The beast. He's going to come and the beast has an agenda for the world. Here's the agenda. He wants a one world religion one world economy and a one world government. A lot of phrases go around today you'll hear on the news every now and then. New world order. You'll see that pop up in certain places. You'll see it, if you travel, you'll see it in airport. New world order. It's because it's out there. That's what he wants to do. That's what he will do. Do I don't know what the religion's gonna be. Anybody can only speculate what the one word religion will be. It won't be Christianity because it's Antichrist. A lot of people presume that it will be the New Age movement. That's presum presumption. That's not biblical. The Bible don't say. Do you know, have any input on what religion it could be? Well, there's two people, two groups they lean toward. They lean toward. They drink, lean toward being Catholicism, and they lean toward it being Islam. The Pope. The Pope. The Pope. Okay. So that's the two I've heard. Catholicism. Roman Catholicism. Yeah, Roman Catholics. Some people <clears throat> presume that, yeah, it could be Roman Catholicism. But this one more religion is going to worship Antichrist. There you go. That's the biggest thing about it is it's going to be, he will be as God, he will be worshipped. False prophet will bring uh, attention to the Antichrist to where he is worshipped as God. That's one of the, that's one of the, uh, descriptions of it. Mm -hmm. I see I was I asked the Lord, I was looking at some stuff and I see you brought up Daniel eleven thirty six and uh, thirty nine and you have it over there beside where his his description of him. We know that he is gonna be a gay man. Okay. And he is gonna be a homosexual according to the Bible. This is not according to us. If you look up Daniel eleven thirty six through thirty nine and also it says in that he's going to divide the land. He's going to divide Israel. Okay, that's going to be one of his th signs you're going to know who Antichrist is. He's going to divide the land. Then he'll make a covenant with the land. Covenant. The right. seven-year covenant. That's right. Right. 
And, and I was, I, another thing was, uh, I was sitting there and uh, the Lord said, this came to my mind, said that the Antichrist, like a, like a pastor, like a pastor or, or a prophet has God's anointing on him, Antichrist is going to have Satan's anointing on him. Okay? And Antichrist, like we are sealed by God, the Antichrist is going to, he's going to, he's going to I told y'all this before, he is going to seal his members yeah. with the mark of the beast. Okay? And the Antichrist also has his, his, his uh, false trinity, which is Satan being God the Father, Antichrist being God the Son, and the false prophet being the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that was right. some stuff that I just, just wrote down real quick for our game here. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Satan always try to counterfeit everything. Yeah, That's true. He can't come up with anything true or genuine. He's not the creator of anything. He is a manipulator, he's deceptive, and he likes to counterfeit. He likes to try counterfeit true moves of God. Even in amongst the believers, you gotta watch out. The Bible said, test the spirits. When the Holy Spirit's moving, you still gotta, when a prophecy's given out, when things are done in, uh, supernaturally, you still gotta test them. Amen? Amen? One of the greatest ways to test, in my opinion, is to see who's getting the glory. Amen. <coughs> As the Bible said, the Holy Spirit always comes to <coughs> testify of Jesus, to glorify Jesus, and to, and to bear witness to the truth. That's what the Holy Spirit's going to do. So anybody raise your hand or does a miracle or whatever happened, and they don't say nothing about praise Jesus, let's give God some glory. Uh, if they don't do any, any lifting up for the Lord, uh, if they're taking all the credit for it, hey, I don't want nothing to do with it. All the glory, the Bible said, no man shall receive the glory of the Lord. No man. Not Abraham, not Moses, not Peter, not Paul, nobody that, that's walking in the Spirit. These, these gifts are given by the Lord in their heavenly gifts. But there's so many things. Here, the accuser of the brethren, Revelation 12.10. Satan is known and the Antichrist is the accuser of the brethren. He's going to accuse the saints night and day. Uh, during the tribulation period, there's going to be people that's going to get saved. You know, half the world, some of them ain't, still ain't never heard of Jesus before. I go to places. I know that's true. People in Cambodia, Thailand, certain places in China, many places, probably in China, and the mid-aged, some of them ain't never heard the gospel of Jesus Christ before. Never heard. Uh, so there's a lot of unbelievers out there. And when the, trip, when the rapture takes place, that's when the church goes home. That's when, the, when, when those that are born again and right with God, when the trumpet blasts and Jesus says, come up hither, we, we are caught, caught up in the Lord in the air with the Lord. But that's for believers. That ain't, there will not be one unbeliever flying on that day. Amen. They will be grounded. And uh, once they're grounded, they still, they're left here unbelievers. But here's the thing. Some people wonder, does the Holy Spirit move, leave when the rapture takes place? The answer to that is no. 
Because people still going to get saved in the middle of tribulation. And the Bible said no man can get saved unless the Holy Spirit first draw him. So if people are getting saved, the Holy Spirit is still drawing them. He's still here. Amen? The church is gone, but the Holy Spirit is still ministering. And there's going to be people that's still going to be preaching the gospel in the middle of the tribulation. The Bible said there'll be two witnesses. And they, uh, there'll be Jews. And there'll be the 144,000. 12,000 from each tribe of the 12 tribes of Israel. be 12 from each one of those equals 144,000. And they will go throughout the earth and they will preach the gospel. These are Jews. Hello. These ain't Americans. These ain't... These are Jewish people. Their roots come from the Jewish people. Uh, their bloodline traces all the way back to the Jewish people. And they're going to be preachers. When the Jehovah Witness tell you that the 144,000 are going to be in heaven, no, they don't know what they're talking about because these are Jewish people. Yes. Amen? It says, it says they're Jewish men and they will also be virgins. That's powerful. They are virgins. And it's that's out of Revelation uh, chapter 14. Revelation 14. Yep. And they're going to have a special anointing. Yes, and they'll, yeah. they'll be protected by God. They're going to be evangelists, like 144,000 Billy Grahams going through the planet and evangelizing. And they have God's, they'll be, they have God's seal. The Bible says they'll have His seal upon them where they're protected. Amen. And, uh, uh, when you talk, I remember one time I was talking to the Jehovah Witnesses that came to the house, and they brought up, they brought this particular up, verse up, and I looked at them, and I said, "Hmm, 144,000." I said, "Okay." And then the talk, I, I said, "Well, let's read that together." And we read it together, and after we read, it, I said, "I can't help but notice, but you two are women." I said, "This says Jewish men, and they're virgins. How does that fit either one of y'all?" Uh huh. I said, "It don't fit either one of you, does it?" I said, you know, and they looked at me then, and you know, they, they didn't want to talk no more. They left. So, but uh, it's like that's one of their things. They say there's, there's going to be 144,000 actually go to heaven. Mm, that's so. good. That's good, man. What do you have to say, Miss Ruth? Yeah, I was going to say some of the things that Brother Ed <coughs> said and you said, but I was reading in um, David Jeremiah's book, The Agents of the Apocalypse, and I just finished a chapter on the 144,000. And he says that they're going to sing a song that nobody else yeah. in heaven can sing. Mm. That's what the, it says in Revelation. Yeah. They'll have a new song. Yes. Yeah. Um, I have a question. But if they're left behind, then as we know, so... These are Jews, remember that. I understand. So they don't believe in Jesus. They will, yeah, they will. They will when the when he doesn't sit on the throne. Well, when they tell him to get off, you know, when they. But I don't understand the concept of if they've been left behind. Why are they left behind? For a specific purpose. For a specific person. So they must. They are most likely. They could have not. They could have been unbelievers at the point of the rapture. When tribulation, they start to go through tribulation, their eyes begin to get open. And they accept Jesus. Or when does they see him sit on the, um, at the new temple, it does say that they do realize at that point that he is, he is not the Messiah. That's right. 
So maybe then, but okay, I get it. Okay, Sister Connie? Yeah. I've got uh, a friend that I, that I found. He's a born again Jew. And he is a pastor slash rabbi. And um, speaking of that, Jamie, he has, they are raising their men, their, their boys, um, to wear the, the prayer shawl that has the tassels. And he told me that they are um, training them for when the time comes, that during the time of tribulation, that when they do come to them to be saved, that they will be grabbing those tassels and matched up with Ezekiel, where they'll be hanging on to those tassels. So they're passing that tradition down right now. And then um, some people that I know fly the flight to that fly like to Israel. Another thing that is uh, increased when you're talking about the splits, um, there has been an increase in homosexuality in Israel. And um, there are a lot of gay bars. Some people are not aware of two uh, things that, according to Daniel 11, verse 36 through 39, that the Antichrist has no regard for women. That can, means. Can I read that? Yeah, you can read it. I've got that's one of those I wrote down. Yeah. It says, uh, He shall regard, this is a Daniel chapter 11, verse 36 through 39. Said so he shall regard neither the God of his fathers, nor the desire of woman, nor regard any God, for he shall exalt himself above them all. But in their place he shall honor a God of fortresses, and a God his fathers did not know. He shall honor with gold and silver, with precious stones and pleasant things. Thus he shall act against the strongest fortress with a foreign God, which he shall acknowledge and advance its glory. And she shall cause them to rule over many and divide the land for gain. Divide the land. So, he, if he doesn't regard his fathers, the God of his fathers, that's talking about Jewish history. So, I, the word tells us that he, I believe the Antichrist will have Jewish roots. And he will also be gay. Who's behind the gay movement? Satan. Satan. Stop the seed. And most of them have an antichrist spirit. It goes with the territory. Um, in John, it, the Bible talks about strong delusion in the last days. I think it's... Is it, uh, one of these scriptures here, probably Second Timothy two four. Yeah. Second Timothy two four. 
Second Timothy. Let's see what that says. It's interesting that gay no, that is so it. prominent in the Jewish because that's to stop the seed. So if he can stop the mm -hmm. Jewish lineage, the Jewish that's seed, that's what his goal would be. Mm -hmm. Strong delusion. Let's take a look at uh, Second Thessalonians chapter two. Second Thessalonians chapter two, verse one through twelve. Mm -hmm. You can read that, Ben. All right, I got it right here. All right, everybody, listen up, please. Second Thessalonians chapter two, verses one through twelve. Now, brethren, concerning the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ and our gathering together to him, we ask you not to be soon shaken in mind or troubled, either by spirit or by word or by letter, as it's from us as though the day of Christ has come. Let no one deceive you by any means, for that day will not come unless the falling away comes first, and the man of sin is revealed, the son of predation. Predation, yeah who opposes and exalts himself above all that is called God or that is worship, so that he sits as God in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. Do you not remember that when I was still with you, I told you these things? And now you know what is restraining, that he may be revealed in his old time. For the mystery of lawlessness is already work. Only he, he who now restrains will do so until he is taken out of the way. And then the lawless one will be revealed, who the Lord, Lord will consume with the breath of his mouth and destroy with the brightness of his coming. The coming of the lawless one is according to the works, working of Satan, with all power and signs, lying wonders, and with all unrighteousness, deception among those who perish, because they did not believe the love of the truth that they might be saved. And for this reason, God will send them strong delusion they should believe the lie that they will all be condemned who did not believe the truth but had pleasure in unrighteousness. All right, there's a lot in that. You see that bright part about the brightness of his coming? Them dreams you've been having? Mm -hmm. He coming bright, right? Mm -hmm. Brighter than the sun. So So he... But the Bible says, it starts off in Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 1, it said, uh, not to be so shaken in mind or troubled. We don't need to be fearful when you hear these things. I hear some people say, man, I don't want to go to church tonight because y'all talking about the Antichrist, y'all talking about the rapture, y'all talking about tribulation, y'all talking about Jesus coming. Man, I just don't. I don't want to hear about that kind of stuff. You need to hear about it. Don't be shaken or troubled. Yeah. Bible said, "Look up, look up, because your redemption draws nigh." That's what we've been waiting on. Amen. Listen, heaven and what we're going to experience in heaven is going to be far better than what we experience now here every day. Amen. Amen. I'm telling you what, that's going to be a glorious day. Oh, what a day that shall be Amen. when we see Jesus. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah! When He walks us through the promised land but uh there's so much right here i don't know where to start let no one deceive you be a good place to start 
The devil wants to deceive people. If he deceives them, guess where they go? If they don't believe the truth, guess what happened? It don't matter if you, believe, you what you thought was the truth. You can believe the moon is cheese if you want to. That don't mean it's cheese. Amen? Amen. you got to believe the truth. And the truth will set you free. That's the only way to get into the kingdom of heaven. But the devil going to send strong delusion. Amen. And he's going to deceive a many of people. And this Antichrist man is going to have lying signs and wonders. He's going to have power. He's going to be very persuasive with his words, able to twist. And if you talk to him long enough, he'll have you twisted. He'll have you believing. And he'll say, well, let me show you something. Not only am I, let me show you what I can do. And he heals somebody that's blind or somebody that's lame or whatever. All these things. The Bible says even the elect would be deceived if possible. But the Bible, Jesus said, they're going to be many antichrists go out through the world and false prophets. That's the devil's people. False prophets, false, I mean, antichrist, they are all sent by the devil, anointed by the devil to deceive people and to get them away from the truth. That's why it's so important that you tie yourself up to a Bible study that's teaching the Word of God so you'll know the Word of God for yourself in these last days. Amen. 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 Don't just believe anybody stands up here with a pair of, with glasses in their hand and a Bible and and and, and but ninety percent of what they say it ain't coming from here. We got to read these things. That's right. We gotta go through these things because you want to know the truth. But you gotta come listen, the Bible says as you see the day approaching, we don't need to forsake the assembly of ourselves together. We need to get together. We need to get stronger. The day's coming. The, the end's coming. We should be drawing together. But the Bible says here, these things, that they're going to be a falling away first. So when people ought to be drawing together, the Antichrist spirit is going to have folks drawing away. What are they getting drawn away by? Their pleasures. Other things. Other things are more important than this and the Word and that's how you get deceived. You gently, it's like untying a boat from the, the dock and eventually it just starts drifting out and drifting out. And next thing you know, you can't even see that boat. It's way on the other side of the ocean. It just drifted. And uh, the enemy wants folks to drift in the church, drift away. Brother Vince? How you could tell that we're living in the last days, and then the key word he hit, deception. Right now, you, you try, even when you try to watch the news, you don't. Now you don't even know whether the news is even telling you the truth. You know, you go, is it is the news true? You go on Facebook, and they got they got fact checkers on Facebook who are actually lying to you. You know, there's no there's no truth in what they're saying. And today's generations, and people are saying now, they're saying, but this is my truth. Yeah. I want my truth. It's what I believe. This is what I believe, my truth. Well, there's, they, they don't believe in an absolute truth. Right. Jesus is the absolute truth. So you, you, there's no, there's, you know, there's no uh, gray area with Jesus. That's right. It's 
You know, he said, I am the way, I am the truth, I am the light. You know, no man comes to the Father except through me. They don't come through no other way. And, and uh, what else was he sitting here thinking? It's just going to be, the biggest thing is going to be, oh, deception is, is his key thing. He's dividing people by deception right now. And I was, uh, back in 1972, you know, y'all heard of the European Union? Okay. Well, it started out, before the European Union came together, it actually started out as a trade agreement, okay? Mm -hmm. They were going to trade do trade agreements between the different nations. Well, they went from trading to actually, they now became like the United States is the United States. Now they're the European Union. They didn't want it to happen. Well, they had one man, they were so, and they spoke, this is what he said to them. His name was Paul Heydrich Spank. He was a, he was Belgium Prime Minister. And he spoke these words. He said, we do not want another committee. We have too many already. What we want is a man of sufficient statue to hold the allegiance of all people and to lift us up by this economic morris in which we are sinking. Send us a man, and be he God or devil, we will receive him. That's the Antichrist spirit. They, they are looking for the Antichrist. Yeah. So are the Muslims. The Muslims have their own version of the Messiah. He's not really the Messiah. They call it, they're looking for the Mahdi to come. And the Mahdi is our description of the Antichrist is the description of the Mahdi who they're waiting to come on the scene. Okay? So they ain't going to have no problem accepting the Antichrist. That's good. That's good. That's good. Y'all learn anything? Y'all have any questions? Probably a bunch of them <laughs> floating through there. Uh, it says in verse 3 that no one deceive you. He said the number one thing you got to look out for is deception in our day and hour. That is very true. For that day will not come unless the falling away comes first. It's gonna, we're experiencing a falling away, y'all, in America. And... You can't really say, well, we're a Christian nation, so you can tell there's a falling away because we're Christians. Where there's non-Christians, you can't tell there's no falling away because they're unbelievers anyhow. But when you get believers together, they're supposed to be together, but you can't get them together no more because they believe, but they, what's a good way to say it? They believe, but they ain't, they ain't all the way in. They ain't fully dedicated. They ain't faithful. They look warm. They look warm. There you go. That's a, the best description. They want their ears tickled. They want their ears tickled. All that's biblical. Lukewarm, ears tickled, falling away, all comes together under deception. Because, here's the thing. Uh, Jesus said, when I come, I'll come as a thief and a knife. And if you, if you, ain't, if you knew when the thief was coming, you'd be aware, Right? You'd be sitting there with double off buckshot sitting there saying, come on in. I'm ready. But you don't know when it's coming. And Jesus said, when I delay my, my coming, it's when my, my people get slothful and they get unfaithful. And he said, don't let that day catch you like that. Because if you knew I was coming, you would stay faithful. That's why we always got to stay knowing Jesus could come tomorrow. And if he comes tomorrow, how will he catch me? Will he catch me being faithful or unfaithful? Will he catch me being on fire for God 
or will I be lukewarm? How will he catch me when he comes? Amen? So, it helps us by knowing that Christ could come any moment, keep our lives intact. There's an urgency to, to stay, stay on fire for God right now. Uh, we need a mighty revival in our land. America needs one badly. The world needs to be saved. And the Bible says in Matthew 24, 14, that the end will not come until this gospel has been preached in all the world. The end will not come until the gospel has reached the world. Amen? And then the end shall be. There's a lot going on, y'all. And we're going to close it up here in just a second. Let's see what else. There's going to be a great falling away, and the man of sin is going to be revealed, the son of perdition. According to other scriptures that all tie in, the Antichrist will be revealed after the church is gone. What's restraining him right now is the church. Once the church is gone, the, the Antichrist will be revealed. Is he alive? I, he, he could be alive right now. He could be alive. He could be grooming. He could be, I don't know, he could be 25, he could be 30, he could be 40 years old right now. I don't know how old he could be. But can he be very much alive? I think he could be alive. He probably is. But he's not been revealed. <coughs> Y'all understand? He's going to be revealed once the church is gone. He's going to sign that peace treaty with Israel. Seven years. When you start hearing peace treaty with Israel six years Three and a half. don't worry when it says seven that's what the Bible says seven years peace treaty and in the middle of that that's when he's going to be revealed he's going to come on the scene he's going to have a solution for peace in the world he's going to be have the solution for Israel that nobody else has been able to give them he's going to be the one why will they trust him? I believe they're going to trust him because he's Jewish. And he's very good with his words. Lying signs and wonders. He's already got so many people yoked up with him. Other kingdoms, other nations. And he's going to, and, and, and the, the Jewish people are going to sign that treaty with him. And he's going to guarantee them you're going to have seven years of peace. But in the middle of seven years, that's the, once, the, once the treaty is signed, that's the beginning of the seven-year tribulation. That's the beginning of it. And it's also going to stipulate about dividing the land. Mm -hmm. And if you look right now, what are they talking about all constantly? Mm -hmm. They're constantly wanting to divide the land. Israel, let's divide the land. We can have peace. We'll get the Palestinians this, this part. We'll get the Jews this part. They've already done that. They gave a portion of Gaza, but I'm talking about dividing the land. They want more than that. They yeah, don't want they, they don't want a little tiny spot. But if they get more, that gives them twenty three. Like they already have what, thirteen Muslim countries? Is it more? Yeah, it's huge the amount of Muslim countries. Y'all are wrapping this up in the middle of seven years, which will be three and a half. Bible says that the Antichrist will walk into the temple mm -hmm. in Jerusalem and sit where the Messiah sits Ooh. and he will say, I am God, worship me. Mm 
Matthew 24:15. Matthew 24:15, and Daniel also speaks about it. And that's called the uh, abomination of desolation. Y'all heard of that? That is when he sits in that temple declaring that he is God and the Jewish people turn against him. They say, no, you are not. And he shows his true colors then. His true colors are fixing to come out. And he said, I want to I'm going to wage war against you. And the Bible said the last three and a half years is called the Great Tribulation. Not just Tribulation. The Great. That means it's going to escalate beyond what humans can bear. Three, three and a half years is going to be hell if you could say hell on earth it's going to be hell on earth. That's when the wrath of God is poured out. Wrath of God is poured out. All the armies that march against Israel will be destroyed. Not by man's armies, but the Lord is coming with an army. And he will destroy the armies that march against Israel in the last days. And the Bible says he will destroy them with the brightness of his coming. Wow. Woo, it's going to be awesome. It's, we gonna, don't miss it. it's beyond our minds can think and perceive. But the Lord's going to wrap all this up. When, it's, when it comes to that seven year treaty, you ain't but seven years left. That's it. Once that peace treaty signed, there's a, a timetable set. Seven years. And at the end of seven years is when Jesus Christ comes and said his second coming. That's when his feet actually touch the dirt, the earth, once again. That is the second coming. The rapture is not the second coming. That's an event that pre pre precedes the second coming. So, get ready, stay ready, and stay faithful. Amen? Any questions as we wrap it up? Let me, let me tell this up. If you're watching us by media tonight, it was our blessing to come into your home. We pray that if you don't know Jesus Christ, that you would accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. He's already died on the cross. He's already bore your sins in his own body. By his stripes you're healed. And on the third day, he rose again. If you'll believe in your heart, confess with your mouth, you shall be born again. But the Bible says in John 3, 3, unless a man be born again, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Accept Jesus, get saved, and Jesus will give you a life worth living, and your name can be recorded in the Lamb's Book of Life. We're living in the last days. Don't delay. Make this decision now. We love you. God bless you, and thank you for tuning in. Jesus is Lord.